This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. If you are Canadian, you will know the truth to the following statement I'm about to make. It's currently minus 10 outside the Boomsy Studios. But you know what? It's a warm minus 10. Say that anywhere else on Earth. They think you, oh, cuckoo. Boomsies. What's up, everybody? For those that are not Canadian, because we've got worldwide views of yours. We have worldwide listeners to Boomsies. We haven't done our map check-in. Those Canada, USA. Then I think, like, Iran? 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 Um... When it's minus 10 and you have a blanket of snow and it's sunny with no wind, you can go outside with no jacket on. This is the truth. But if it's damp and minus one, it could feel like minus 20 because that's to the bone, baby. And I said it to several people yesterday when it was the same temperature, the same feeling outside. I said, you know what? It's actually kind of warm. And they didn't look at me like I was crazy. They're like, yeah, you're right. It is. Nice. It's crisp. Wakes you up. Seeing the sun for the first time in three weeks, it was like I was reborn. When you don't see the sun for that long, you start to question why we live in this part of the the world. It can get mundane. Everything, just gray. Your dreams are gray. Your food's gray. The world is gray. But that sun came out to say hello yesterday. And we're back. This is uh, season uh, three, episode two. With a new season, we got a revamped studio. The uh, construction, cr- <laughs> the construction crew was in here working day and night to put together this new setup. They're moving weight-bearing walls. 
They're moving concrete foundations to get it just perfect. The last crew member left 30 seconds before we started recording here. So thanks to them. I think uh, they did a fantastic job. Not excited about the invoice they're about to send, but it'll be well worth it. And just before this, po <laughs> my voice is crying. Is it? Just before this podcast started, I had to delay things because I got a phone call from a very close friend. Hadn't heard from this friend in a few weeks. And just to hear their voice, that they're okay, made my day. So a little, uh, a little advice when you check in on someone, you don't hear back. Check in again, you don't hear back. Don't just stop checking in. Even just a quick text, thinking of you, can't wait to hear your voice again. I wouldn't recommend sending, you okay? Why aren't you calling me back? No, don't badger. Just tell them, thinking of them. Talk to you when you call me. That's what I did. I got the phone call today. Everything is great. And uh, life, is, life is fantastic. Because of the sun, because of that phone call, because of the new studio. Because of NFL wildcard weekend. I saw someone send out a tweet about uh, the weekend. How there was probably one good game, the Lions game. Yet, it all felt fantastic. That's how much of a juggernaut the NFL is right now. That we are so invested in the product. We can overlook bad games because... It's the playoffs now. My picks went off to a horrible start. First game of the weekend, I had the Browns and Joe Flacco. I said, this is Flacco's time. I picked them because Z Money, one of the producers on this show, um, huge Browns fan. And Joe Flacco did not have a good game. I tuned in and... Um, he just kept throwing the ball uh, to the other team. Houston destroyed the Browns 45-14 in the first game of the weekend. I took the Browns. In the KC-Miami game, I made my pick before knowing the weather. It was like minus, minus 10 or something. Right around minus 30 or minus 40. Fahrenheit and Celsius collide. What's the exact number that they meet at? I think is it minus 40? It is minus 40. Yes. Minus 40 is when they meet at the same point. That's when it's really cold. They didn't get to that point. Maybe with the wind chill, it got close to minus 30. Uh, so I did not know those conditions when I made my pick of the Dolphins. That did not come to fruition. Patty Mahomes, like KC, 26-7 win. Chiefs, 15th consecutive home playoff win. Okay? 
So a, a slow start. Um, I was surprised that the Packers made the playoffs. So I'm like, Cowboys in a walk. That didn't happen. Green Bay becomes the first seven seed to win a playoff game as they hammered the Cowboys 48-32. So out of the gate, 0 for 3. And then Toolsy started to shine. We had the Bills beating the Steelers. I said they would have no problem. Didn't know the weather conditions. Didn't care. It could be boiling hot. Could be freezing cold. Bills are winning that game no matter what. They beat the Steelers 31-17. Josh Allen. We mentioned it last week. Every single game he plays in. He is the central figure of that game. That was the case again at Highmark Stadium where fans had to sit in snow. I saw the uh, the discrepancy of what happens when you have lots of money and when you have the cheap seats. All the, the high-priced seats, snow cleared out, seat cleared off, you're ready to watch some football. The other seats, your ticket didn't matter. Pick a seat if you can find one. Buried in snowbanks. And I had this discussion with a friend about the KC game. This also applies to the Buffalo game. Said, would you ever go to that game? I said, I'll go one step further. Take, for example, that KC game. If you paid for my flight there for me and a friend, Paid for my accommodation, my food, my tickets, and gave me five grand. I still might not go. I watched that game at home with a roaring fire, surrounded by my family, snacks at the ready, wearing my slippers I got for Christmas. I don't think five grand and a free trip would get me there. Producer Tim Z Money. I give the same scenario to you for that KC game. With all the same specifications, everything paid for plus five grand, do you go to that game? No. Oh, wow, Tim. I thought you were going to say I'm crazy. Take the money, take the trip, take the experience. No, I'm not sitting in those temperatures. Are you crazy? Z-Money. I'm too old for that. I mean, uh, it's hard to turn down 5K, but I am very lazy and I like to stay warm. So I'm going to say no. Because, yeah, you're thinking of just even getting to the airport, let alone like that's the first leg of the trip. You're like, ah, look, dealing with the customs, dealing with security. Once you're on the flight, you're like, okay, we can start to relax a little. But then you got to, well, how do you pack for that? I got to bring an extra suitcase just for my gear to go to the game. So we have uh, three people agreeing with, or two other people, three total. Um, I had the Lions game, game of the weekend. Detroit, one of my favorite cities in North America. Detroit is back. 
They have a, a t-shirt you can buy in Detroit that says, say nice things about Detroit. That's all I do. You're going to talk bad about Detroit? Don't do it around here. Ford Field looked electric. Eminem was there with his, <laughs> his little conductor hat. I don't know if he sells these. He's stuck on that hat. Won't change off that hat. Every time I see a modern day Eminem, I go through my brain. I'm like, is that current day or is that 20 years ago? Because he's wearing the same hat. Won't change off it. Eminem, if nothing, is consistent. Happy for uh, my, uh, my creators of uh, the Detroiters, Sam Richardson and Tim Robinson. They're massive Lions fans. Happy for the city as a whole. The Lions, and the Lions get to host this weekend. So I was right on that pick. And then, Baker Mayfield. I've been on the Baker Mayfield train all week, all year, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It is Baker's year. And Baker listened. And he performed. Dismantled the Eagles 32 to 9. So I was three for three on my picks this past weekend. 500. If you're a baseball player, that's damn good. That gets you in the Hall of Fame. If you're laying money on those games, you're breaking even. Well, step the juice. Which leads us to the NFL divisional round. Saturday, we have the Texas and Texans and Ravens. Texans did, did not expect to see what we saw this past weekend. But the Ravens got a buy for a reason. The Ravens are good. They have Lamar. I'm taking the Ravens. What I just said about the Texans applies to the Packers. We did not expect that. At least I didn't. Maybe Packers fans did. The love story ends in San Francisco. Niners beat the Packers. I have the Niners. Uh, no, I think I picked the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Oops. And Sunday, Lions and Buccaneers. I'm all in on Detroit. Baker Mayfield. If I could take both teams in this game, I would. But the Lions win this at home. And the Buffalo Bills hosting another game. Chiefs finally playing on the road. Every one of Patty Mahomes' wins in the playoffs, except Super Bowls, have been at home. This is going to be the game of the weekend. Mahomes versus Allen. I can't bet against the Bills. I'm going with producer Tim's Bills. For the win. The odds this weekend. Let's see if the Bet Rivers app is on my side. Ravens favorites against the Texans. Niners. Even bigger favorites against the Packers. Lions. Slight favorites against the Bucks, And the Bills. Minuscule favorites against the Chiefs. All home teams are favorites. And I took all the home teams. Producer Tim. Z Money. Are you in line with all my picks? 
Do you have any changes? Tim. Uh, I, uh, I like you, am just going to go chalk on this one. Well, you know, can't wait. I can't pick against the Bills anyway, but. Wait, wait, you're going to go chalk? Yeah, Ravens, what Niners. That mean? It means I'm taking all the favorites. Is it, that's a term? Yes. I've never heard it before. I'm I, going that's chalk. That's not my fault. That's not my fault. Okay. So, yeah, Seems Ravens, sus, Niners, Tim. Lions, Bills. I want to see what the injury report is like for the Bills later this week because, oh boy. It's the playoffs, Tim. You got to play with injuries. Z Money, what do you got? Apparently, I'm going chalk as well. Uh, <laughs> have you heard that term before? Never once in my life. Uh, thank you. And Tim, here's how producer Tim is. He'll say a term like that. The two people he's talking to have never heard it, yet he will say, everyone uses it. Yep, been around since 1920. Going chalk. <laughs> I digress. Uh, so, uh, so I just I just Googled this. Yes. Quick Google search. Very quick Google search. Chalk in sports betting refers to betting favorites and more often a heavy favorite. It can linguistically take many forms. It was a chalky NFL Sunday. You only bet chalk, you coward. The chalk cleaned up in the first round of the NCAA tournament. I rest my case. Okay, Tim. I want you to go into a party and say to someone, you only bet chalk and see what happens. Is this party filled with people who are sports fans and bet on sports? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay, I will be there with the camera. You will be met with um, people that look at you like you don't know what you're talking about. And some of them might punch you because they might mishear you. I, I, I think you're wrong. Okay. Hey, you betting chalk? What the fuck? Uh, who are you and why are you at this party? Hey, it's the chalk guy. Hey, it's old Chucky Tim. Keep, keep digging, Dan. <laughs> uh, send us an email if you've heard that term before. Uh, yeah, let's talk at gmail.com. Uh, speaking of emails, um, get to one here because it's regarding uh, our 100th episode, which was the past episode. And it's from a person who, who delivered a message. Not, not, he's not like a mob boss. He's like, hey, you do one more episode, you dead. We're going to sit and jockey after you. A big dog, Rob. Hey, Toolsy. Just listen to the historic episode 100. And I'm very honored and humbled to have been a part of it along with some Boomsies royalty guests. 2024 is the year of Boomsies. Your pal. Big dog, Rob. Appreciate all the support. Uh, I didn't know how to respond. I got a lot of texts, a lot of direct messages. Congrats on 100. And I'm like, ah. Thanks, shrug emoji. We did it. Thumbs up. Lots of interesting things in the work for twenty in the works for twenty twenty four. This mustache, hoping to get it Lanny McDonald style. I looked at old pictures of me without a mustache. My face looks naked. I don't think I'm gonna go back. 
Can't do it. Look like a dummy. The mustache is here to stay. It's now at a length now where I sip uh, from my, my ice-cold cherry Coke and the hairs get stuck in the little tab. I'll deal with the pain. I can do it. I know it's the playoffs. I'll deal with the mustache pulse. And the mustache rides. The NHL has not taken a back seat um, to the NFL, but it's in the, uh, the rear view mirror at the moment. Have not been paying close attention while we were uh, invested in football on Monday night. I'm seeing reports of uh, the Detroit Red Wings who were to play at the uh, Scotiabank Arena against the Leafs. And they arrived very close to puck drop. Or their equipment arrived very close to puck drop. One or the other. You can't, one can't play without the other. So it brought me back to my minor hockey days. Where you, I played in rural arenas. Like I'm talking in the country where the arena was the central focus of the entire town. No stoplights, no stop signs. You got an arena and maybe a general store. So getting to those arenas, I'm sure if I asked my mom, was treacherous at times, but we always got there sometime in the nick of time. And when you get there on a cold winter night, Struggling to get on the ice in time. That equipment is freezing. And 80% of the time you realize, oh man, I didn't put my equipment out to dry. So you're, you're putting on ice equipment. There is ice in that gear. But if one thing arriving late does for you, it gives you that pep in your step. You haven't had time to think about anything else except Getting on the ice. There's such a thing as thinking too much about a game. And I think that's exactly what happened to the Detroit Red Wings. They're like, hey, we got nothing to lose. We barely made it here on time. They had to delay the game. And then they go out and beat the Leafs. It was a classic minor hockey arrived to the rink in the nick of time. And scrape out a win and go home and say, what the hell just happened? My, my, uh, my gear's still frozen. But something leads me to believe that uh, the wing's gear was probably dry and warm. NHL All-Star Game uh, jerseys were revealed. Tough to do a reveal on a podcast that you listen to, but there's also a video format here. Uh, so we're going to drop in a picture of the Drew House jerseys. Drew House is a Justin Bieber fashion brand co-founded by the Biebs, who is a, who's on our, our dream guest list. Ah, fuck. Where is that? Guys, have we reached out to the Biebs? 
He said, yeah, we're not, uh, I'm not going on there with Dan. Tim, it's a legit question. Have we, have we attempted to make contact with the Beebs? I'm sure our booker is all over it. You are, you're not answering a question truthfully. If anyone in the Justin Bieber world gets a chance, tell him we want him on Boomsies. Anyway, and also we would like to tell him he did a great job on the jerseys. Like anything in today's day and age, I'm sure it's getting a ton of hate. These jerseys, which are basic, but not basic, if that makes sense. Solid colors with a splash of color and the NHL logo in the middle. The red one looks fantastic. The white one looks stellar. Yellow on yellow? Eh, eh, not so much. And the blue? No. The red and white? Beebs, you hit a home run. People are probably thinking, oh, why don't we go back to the old ones? Because we aren't in the olden days. We don't always have to revisit the past to get something that looks cool. We can reinvent what we think is cool. So in 30 years from now, people might say, oh, they should go back to those 2024 All-Star jerseys. Those were great. Remember Justin Bieber and all those classic, those will be classic music by then. That Biebs knew what was happening. Why, do, why can't we just do that? And part of All-Star Weekend will be our good friend, Monty. Jim Montgomery named as one of the four head coaches at the All-Star Game. Second straight season, Monty's made the All-Star Game. He continues to lead by example. I picked the Bruins. I think, did I pick them to win the Stanley Cup this year? Probably. I name-checked at the start of the season two people in the NHL. Jim Montgomery and the Arizona Coyote, Coyotes, Connor Ingram. I don't know if you've been paying attention to Connor Ingram. But uh, if you have, you would know that Connor Ingram, CONCON, CANCON, is tied for the league lead in shutouts. Connor Ingram with five shutouts this season. Had another one this past weekend. Leads the league along with Tristan Jari of the Pittsburgh Penguins. So Monty and Connor, friends of Boomsies. And when you become a friend of Boomsies, good things happen. It's just a fact at this point. Small town strip club. They provide music in the early days of Boomsies. It, it is a hit. Every week, people are like, what? Where, do you, where do you get that? Uh, where do you get that song? Small Town Strip Club. Then they provide a theme song to a, another podcast. And they reach another level. I don't want to say Boomsies is a stepping stone, but 
We're a niche. We're a niche market. We're the in crowd before the, the really in crowd hears about anything. Like it's a, like hearing an indie band that eventually makes it big. And, and you get to be one of the people that say, I knew them before. I knew them before they were massive. I knew them when they were on boomsies. That's old news. We're, we're a launching pad. A launching pad. You can't put a rocket into space without a launching pad. You try to do that off a lawn. Not going to work. Boomsies. The place where rockets start to soar. Or something like that. I also wanted to touch upon something. Um, when you watch a football game in uh, Canada. And you specifically watch it on the American networks in which it airs. You get the Canadian commercials. And we are now at a stage where uh, I hope I hope it's not the same tune, but we're seeing the same five commercials. The same five commercials every single ad break. And one of them is Will Trent. It's a show I've never heard of. And the promo for the show is, I guess it's about a detective. Still don't know. But the real kicker is when this detective says, I'm a grown man with a dog that wears clothes. Who is hearing that and saying, I've got to watch that? Is there a human out there saying, oh, a dog in clothes living with a grown man must watch. And the other is the good doctor. <laughs> still don't know. I'm still convinced that they have two episodes of the good doctor and they just keep re-airing them. People are like, ah, yep, that's the good doctor. But wasn't that the same as the last one? Nope. He did it. He fell in love. The good doctor. Now in its final, haven't they said it's the final season 38 times? The good doctor. I want the retirement episode. Don't, don't forget about the clinically blind cop. <laughs> that one. <laughs> oh boy. What? Blinded by the light? I don't even remember what it's called. I just blindsy. Can't get, I can't get past the whole blind cop thing. Blindsy. Every time I see that sitcom, I'm like, that is a, or the preview. That is a lawsuit waiting to happen. So the cop is blind and solves crimes. Yeah, but somebody in a seat somewhere, like she wears a webcam, so somebody tells her what's in front of her. It looks awful. Wait, so that other person's doing all the hard work. Relaying the information and she's thinking she came up with it herself. Yeah, I guess she just points and shoots. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. 
I will tell you this though. There's an A&W commercial in which uh, two teenage girls are sitting on the hood of a car and they're talking about the ones driving. She's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think any, I don't think anyone noticed. And then they proceed to backtrack in time and show her driving through the drive-through and how it's a disaster. And then eventually parks 20 feet from the A&W takeout window. That is a good commercial. A&W, home run. Whoever your ad department is, whoever your ad agency is, keep them on payroll. They did a fun, unique commercial, which is unheard of in today's day and age. You're such a good driver. <laughs> My 16-year-old daughter, after I saw that, I called her out and rewound and showed her. I didn't say like, hey, that's you, but I think she kind of got the gist of it. Like, hey, Sid, you got to see this commercial. She saw the humor in it. <laughs> A&W makes me almost want to drive there, but you're too expensive. Sorry. Can't do it. And uh, while we have time here, there's something big in Boomsies Newsies. It's probably going to be controversial. I hope it's controversial online. Because it's one of my favorite things. It's a list. It's actually a bracket challenge, which is essentially a list. And we're going to deliver it to you now because there's so much wrong with it. Well, before we get to the stupid list, uh, we do have an update for you on the locations of our listeners. Okay. So it's Canada, United States, then it's the UK, Australia, Germany, France, Switzerland, Italy, Netherlands, and Mexico. We lost the, the Iran. We lost segment. the Iranians? I guess. I don't know. Oh, Not on the list. Man. Crap. So, UK. Hello, governor. Bumsies. Are we going to go through this again? <laughs> Tim, please, don't, how please don't do your Irish accent again. Tim, how long have you known me? If I ever hear another country, and if it's Australia or the UK, I will try that accent. Yeah, but it, it, none of them sound anything like the actual places. Easy, chalky. I, I, I still can't get past that you've never heard the term chalk before. But anyway. Okay, let's get to this list. All right, let's get into it. Uh, so this list that you love, or the kind of hit list that I hate, because it's like, Great, it's for the greatest TV character of all time bracket. And apparently people don't know what the phrase all time means. Because there are some people on this list that are just, I don't understand. Joel Miller from Last of Us. That show just aired for the first season. Like, how is it on an all time list? What is going on? Some guy from Supernatural, please. Michael Schofield from Prison Break. Like what? There's a character on here named Eleven. Who is that? That Stranger Things. And as much as I love Stranger Things, oh. I'm not putting her on the all-time character bracket. Like this is just dumb. Can I want to call an audible here? Can we just all agree? <coughs> I might be in the minority. Stranger Things should have been one season, one season only. No, I'm good with Stranger Things. No, I agree with Dan. 
Thank no. you. I, I will I will see this point to you. There are way too many limited series, whatever you want to call them now, that should have just been like a two and a half hour movie instead of eight hours of episodes. And it's just be, the only reason why it's eight episodes is because they need more content. They want people to click through more click throughs on Netflix is better for them, whatever. But there are a lot of things that should just be like two and a half hour movies instead of eight hours. Okay. Um, the reason I wanted to do this list is because I want you to get in your head, the greatest TV character of all time, who you think it is, because the number one person on this list, you do not, no one listening right now has this character in their mind as the greatest TV character of all time. For me, I had Homer Simpson. I believe the most iconic TV character of all time. Homer Simpson didn't even make the final. He lost to Chandler Bing? The fuck? Rest in peace, Matthew Perry, but Homer Simpson loses to Chandler Bing? That's why this list is trash. I will say, I think the only reason, well, maybe not the only reason, but uh, perhaps the reason why this character was named the greatest of all time is because he's very popular internationally because there's no, there's very little dialogue. There and is zero. He doesn't on, speak. Yeah, he just, yeah. And on the internet, you know, you vote from anywhere. So maybe people from all over voted as opposed to like North America. Okay, so now you're formulating who is a main character on a show that doesn't speak that would be the greatest TV character of all time. You still don't know who it is. Producer Tim, who is the top of this list? The parent all-time greatest character on TV is Mr. Bean, who beat out Walter White from Breaking Bad. Hey, I'll give it to Mr. Bean. If I'm flipping through and I see Mr. Bean on my TV, I'm stopping. Mr. Bean, good for a chuckle. Classic Mr. Bean with the turkey on his head. Brilliant comedy. But number one of all time over Walter White? I don't even have either of those in my top two. So this list, like many lists out there, not a good list. It fails in so many categories. One of the biggest being, I don't know who 70% of the people on the list are. Who is Rick Grimes? It's Walking Dead. And Will Trent. <laughs> Will Trent is even. <laughs> Will Trent is even on this list. He's a man, grown man with a dog and clothes. And there's a... Distinct lack of blind detectives, blind cops on here. I mean, like Rusty Cole from season one of True Detective is on here. Like, I, I mean, I love first season of True Detective, but all time. Who's TV Franklin characters. Saint? Franklin Saint. I don't even see that. Where he's he lost to Joey Tribbiani. Oh, that's Joey. <laughs> I know Joey. 
<laughs> I thought it was a Sopranos character. <laughs> Who's this Joey Trubiani guy? Hey! Uh, Z-Money, here's a little trivia challenge. Joey Trubiani had a, uh, a spinoff from Friends. Do you know the name of that show? I did. I watched that show. It was called Joey. Good job, buddy. It lasted how many seasons? One, I believe. Oh, it, however many seasons it got, it was far too many because that was a terrible sitcom. <laughs> was it better than Kramer's spinoff where I believe Kramer played a private detective, didn't he? I didn't know Kramer had a sitcom, his spinoff. I have to look into that. Okay, hang on. Before we go, Kramer spinoff was called the Michael Richards show. Uh, there you go. Lasted one season, 2000. He was an awkward but talented private detective who gets the job done despite his unusual methods and he's blind. So I, oh, sorry. That's that new show. Well, I think we accomplished a lot here. Gentlemen, thank you. Uh, before I leave, just wanted to uh, another Canadian moment. So I had my minus 10 and sunny and experienced this moment uh, after a nice snowfall here over the weekend. And we need, we need a phrase, a one word or two word phrase to describe this moment that every Canadian has. So I'm pulling my little three-year-old through the woods on the sled and we're laughing and then do the big spin so she wipes out and I fall on top of her in the snow and then we're just lying on our backs in the snow staring up into the trees hearing the wind blow snow's coming down where there's no words exchanged and you sit there for a couple minutes and it happens to every Canadian when you're tobogganing when you're out playing in the woods or playing in the backyard where you just lie in the snow in silence. And it's just that Canadian moment where you're like, ah, oh, this needs to be called something because we've all shared it. You just don't have the words for it. So enjoy those moments. If you aren't present, those moments pass you by. Uh, have a great weekend watching football. And I hope my, I hope I go above 500 this past this next weekend. Uh, make sure you hug somebody. Make sure you lie in the snow with somebody, and stare at the sky in silence. And be nice. Doesn't cost you. See you next. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole, live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh baby, Boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies.